She happens, y'all, but we got this. Natalie Riddell, Commander in Chic, and my amazing sister cousin, Janie Poo. Woo woo! Girl, hey. <laughs> hey. You know what? I was having so much fun tonight doing what? Because it's nighttime before the morning we're supposed to release this episode. <laughs> Which was not what I thought today. When I asked you, can we just record tomorrow? I'm pretty shot today. And you were like, well, we can, but who's going to tell Rebecca? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. We'll get it done. You're like, okay, but it's supposed to go live tomorrow. And I said, what the hell happened to Wednesday? <laughs> You're like, it is Wednesday. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Welcome to the black hole that is the quarantine. <laughs> I'm, right before we started recording, I asked Natty, and I'm going to ask you again, is Cora Natty struggle bussing? And what did I say? She never even made the bus. She still can't find the bus stop. Okay. <laughs> and she forgot her bus ticket. Or and her she bus left path. her ticket, and she thought AM was PM, and the PM was the AM, and she's in the wrong decade, and it's BC and not AD, and no, don't know. Oh, show. <laughs> Listen, girl, Quarantinati is, I'm even impressed <laughs> by her. And that takes a lot. Listen, oh, heavens. So I told Travis about us wanting to do a quarantines, um, what's it called, playlist. And he was helping me find good songs. I sent you some. were so good. A couple of those I had, just so you know. Okay. Well, I knew I didn't, and they were good. Oh, good. Well, what was my favorite one? Don't stand so close to me. I loved that one. That's one of my all-time favorite songs. Anyway, I loved that one. Good song. That's one. I think that's probably my favorite police song. See, Um, listen, we've got this. We're so gonna laugh. We're Jane. So good. I just ate Captain Crunch. Okay. I am. That's a low for me. I mean, that's really like, that's right above vodka. I mean, it's like the last step before we drive through the liquor store. I'm not going to lie. Wait, can I tell you something? Oh, kind of on that note. Yes. They, they made a peeps cereal. Really? And the reason I know that is because I bought it for my kids. Of course you did (laughs) for your kids. Just like I bought Captain Crunch for Skylar and Scarlett and I are the only ones who have eaten it so much that tonight when I opened the Captain Crunch, she was dead asleep sawing logs in the family room. I'm in the kitchen. I know more wrinkled one of the tiniest little wrinkles of that bag. My girl hit the ground. I mean, she about Uh made skid marks. Getting in that kitchen. And she was like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm on the team. You get the berries. I get the not berries. I'm like, really, Scarlett? Is this what we've come to? I can't. <laughs> Skylar said yesterday, Mom, she literally looks like a sweet potato. She is <laughs> the shape of a potato. Look at her. And I mean, she really is. She puts her little, she's a little fatty fat and she puts her paws under and she literally is the shape of a potato. Okay. We are not an hourglass figure. Nope. We ain't got no hourglass (laughs) figures up in here, honey. 
What? Tell me. Listen, there was, uh, this is making me laugh because when, gosh, I think Sam was like a toddler, there was a little cartoon that used to come on, I think Disney Junior, and it was called Small Potatoes. Small potatoes, small potatoes, small potatoes. Of course, you remember the song. Potatoes. Cute. (laughs) On the moon. Small potatoes. Take a bath. Have the whole song. I hope you're. And they were all. (laughs) They were all these different little potatoes. They're like cartoon, like cute little potatoes. And then like the kid, there were kids that were the voices, and they're like these sweet little kids, and they would always do cute little things. So when you say that, I can imagine just. (laughs) One of those, like, little sweet potatoes is Scarlet. <laughs> she is a little fat, roly-poly sweet potato. I love her so much. Um, can we talk about how happy all the pets across the globe? Yes. I'm telling you, it's a freaking conspiracy. The cats and the dogs and the hamsters and the snakes have been like, you know what? We're sick of this. We're nothing somebody- more than latchkey kids. <laughs> Worse than that. Worse than that. You know what? We've had it. We've had it. That's it. I mean, I have heard, isn't, doesn't coronavirus come from a bat? See, it's an animal conspiracy. No, not a bat. I think it's like an aardvark. But that's an animal. Yeah. See. See. They're like, which one of us can have the most destructive virus and get our freaking two-legged people home? Because this is crap. It's like an aardvark or an anteater that comes from Asia or something. That's odd. Can you hear my sweet potato snoring in the background? I'm sure you can. That's so cute. It's like purring all the time. It's so cute. She sounds like, um, I mean, she's like a little pig all the time. Because even when she's not (laughs) snorting, like she does, you know, little pigs just walk around. Yeah. Like real soft. She does that. She literally like just walks around and like piggy snorts. I love it. It's so cute. Okay. Oh, can you make her Miss Piggy for Halloween? Yeah, I will. We, Ava Ava named her Miss Piggy like five years ago. I mean, when Ava was little. So it had to be more than five years ago. You can get um, her a little blonde wig and she everything. She would be cute as Miss Piggy. Oh, Get her a little Kermit. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Why does she not have a Kermit the Frog chew toy? She I'm Googling it. Do it. But she doesn't. They're, those are for dogs. Okay. What about a stuffed animal? Like okay, a that would be okay. But she okay, does, okay. She's that's kind of what I was don't thinking. get a dog toy. She won't with a dog. I mean, she will literally not <laughs> touch it. No, I'm just thinking of like a small plush. That's fine. If it looks like it's not for dogs, she will be thrilled. Okay, I'll I'll look up Kermit the Frog toy stuffed for animal. Think that's gonna be it. You'll nail it. She will we'll love it. it. <laughs> okay, do you remember that time um, that we got quarantined? And mm-hmm. the world was canceled. And um, I tried to make a daily list that seemed pretty basic. <laughs> I've I'm never. About, I'm talking basic. I'm talking about wash your face, <laughs> drink water, okay, take a shower, <laughs> write three things down for which you are thankful. Three words, Jane. Go outside. That's the bulk of the list, okay? If you think I can manage that list right now, <laughs> I can, if I get through half of that effing list, I, I mean, I, I, I still haven't read 15 minutes once. 
<laughs> me either. I've not read for one minute once, except That's to read my kids' homeschool stuff. I was going to say right. you're homeschooling. Yeah. So I even, when I first made that list, I was even a little bit embarrassed, like, okay, really? <laughs> do you have to write down, wash your face? Yeah, you kind of do. Do you have to write down, get dressed? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, I was sort of embarrassed about the list, not too embarrassed because I know myself enough to know the basic crap can be hard and especially mm-hmm. when I get overwhelmed and that I do better with a list and having a list where I can cross things off mm-hmm. helps me get momentum and just helps mm-hmm. me stay out of kind of feeling drugged down by everything. Um, But I mean, it's hard to get through that list. I know. Everything is hard right now. And I've told you I saw, um, but I mean, I just keep feeling like I'm incapacitated, you know, like the whole day will go by and I'm like, what have I even done? Mm -hmm. And I mean, now we've been stuck at home for, I think more than, I don't have to know. I think it's more than, (laughs) but like, if you told me you're not going to be able to leave the house, I know you're just going to be home. All you have to do is fix dinner and keep the laundry going. And I would be like, oh my gosh, I'll rehang all my artwork. I'm going to clean out the attic. I'll go through my clothes. Jane, if I I did well today for the first time to sort of get through the laundry. Oh, well, I haven't even done that. I re-ran a load of laundry that's been sitting in my washing machine for, I think, four days now. Why is it so hard? I slept in a sundress last night, Jane. A sundress. Natalie? These are the same things I've been wearing. This is day three, and they're not even pajamas. Why is it so hard? It's so I mean, no, it, but we are alone. pajamas. We aren't alone because um, um everybody's in it. Because you, what you say is all we have to do is stay home and fix dinner and do laundry and not lose our freaking minds. Yeah, like that's the thing. It is, it's, and it's like I find myself um like I'm worn out. Yep. And I'll be like, is it two o'clock? What have I done? I'm tired today and I haven't done anything. I still don't know what I'm fixing for dinner. God forbid I don't fix all the meals. You know, I mean, did you get your appetizers made? Jane, if you think we're not coming up with basic appetizers every night that I'm going to post and you suggested the next one, square of cheese with spots of mustard on them coming up. Coming yeah. up, I'm going to start Googling white trash appetizers and like white trash wedding appetizers. Like we're, we're going to serve appetizers. Listen, put out a bowl of peanuts, <laughs> literally get you a pe- can of peanuts. <laughs> Cry that thing. Don't know. Don't even take them out of the can. Just oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. I did the olives on a paper plate. <laughs> um, the thing is, honestly, now I feel a little bad because he was just trying to like, think of something fun to do. Right. It's just that I'm like, okay, but I'm the one who has to do it. Yeah. It may sound fun to you to have a fun suggestion, but I'm now the one who already is fixing all the food. So now I'm adding a course. (laughs) And you have to clean up from making that course. And I'm doing the live at three. So what I've realized (laughs) too every day, if I don't have my ducks in a row for dinner because you know he eats so early. Yes, he goes to bed at like six thirty-seven. Bed, mm-hmm. bed. I mean, like he struggles to stay downstairs till six thirty, mm-hmm. and he's hungry for dinner. I mean, at four o'clock he'll come in the kitchen. 
when I finish the live, he comes down and is like, what's for dinner? So it's not like I fixed dinner at seven. Right. So the live at three, usually by the time the live's over, I've got, you know, icing hanging off the lanterns over the island <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> glitter falling out of my bra. Every An egg guy dripping down your counter on the countertop. And I mean, every dish that I own piled it next to the sink. Um, <laughs> so it's not like I finish it with a nice tidy kitchen. It's like, okay, it looks like a storm came through. Now I got to fix dinner. Now I got to clean this up. And that's after I've already fixed lunch and everything. So I'm like, oh my God. So I just, I can't. I do think, I mean, I'm loving doing the lives and more importantly than that, I just think it's helpful for people right now, which is really why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's fun and it's something to look forward to. And I love trying to figure out a dare to throw in every. I'm really glad we've added that layer. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It actually is. <laughs> well, and also I just want you to notice that you were like, oh, we're almost out of time. And people were saying, Jane, dare to get back on, dare to get back on. I'm like, no, I she's not getting back I missed that. Yeah, I was. I saw a couple people say, you're on fire, you know, do another video. I was so. Well, I knew you were going to have to do dinner soon. So I was like, no, she, she got to be done when this is done. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I would like, didn't you know I was going to do with the ham and bean soup at that point either. I couldn't remember. Um, anyway, and we, and we hadn't recorded yet. Oh, and we had a podcast going live in a minute. Um, <laughs> okay. So one thing, one update, mm-hmm. um, John is worse. Mm. Um, you know, it's never consistent. Right. We have good days and not good days, but I would definitely say generally worse. And we also found out today that, um, no surprise, but his, his scheduled surgery for April 12th. Oh, got canceled. Yeah. Quite. I mean, they, they tentatively rescheduled it for June, but they're basically like, I mean, nobody knows anything right now. I mean, I'll right. be surprised if he gets it done this year. Mm. Um, anyway, he's having a so lot that's... of difficulty getting around and losing his balance a lot and having, a really hard time getting up by himself and stuff like that. So, Mm. and I'd say in the last week twice, you know, he always is like, I didn't fall. And I'm like, but you're on the effing floor. Okay. So I understand if you want to call it something else, but Mm -hmm. the reality is you shouldn't be on the floor. Mm -hmm. You are on the floor. I'm not sure how you got on. If you slid down the side of the bed, maybe it's technically not falling. But in all, in all honesty, babe, <laughs> you fell on the floor. Yeah. You can't get up. So, I mean, I don't say it like in a mean way. Sure. You'll be like, well, I didn't really fall. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> you're on the floor. Like, and you can't get up. So, like, you're yeah. not good. Did you want to be down here? <laughs> no. I'm like, okay, well, that's a problem. <laughs> Did you mean to be down here? Did you no. To be lying on the floor next to the bed and make a really loud crashing noise i don't think so <laughs> did you are you accidentally down there are you cause because i because you lost your balance <laughs> right right <laughs> did you accidentally you lose your balance sometimes we lose our balance on purpose he's like well i just i just was sliding down the side of the bed <laughs> my gosh i can't you know why he does it because he doesn't want to stress you out i know but it makes me more i know upset because i'm like Let's just hey, call a spade a spade. Wait, Let's just know, face I'm it head on. Face it. Face yes. it. Say it out loud. 
own it. Like the more you try and hide and sneak around it, the bigger it feels. I actually mm-hmm. feel better with what it is. And the reality is I don't really care how you got on the floor. You didn't want to be down here and you're here. Right. And whatever it is, is physically impairing you weakness and stability, whatever is why you're down here. Right. Um. So, I mean, I'm going to be honest about my feelings about the surgery. Um, like it hasn't even been a year since he had really serious back surgery. Right. Right. And this is basically that exact same surgery, just in another place of his spine. Yeah. Um, and it makes me feel like, okay, so are we going to have another really serious back surgery? Mm-hmm. Run the risks that you run anytime you do a major surgery and certainly mm-hmm. a spinal surgery. And then, the recovery for people with Parkinson's disease is far worse. Mm-hmm. Everything's like amplified, you know, and it like um, can make his Parkinson's symptoms much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and we noticed that some from the first surgery, but he was in such awful pain that his pain was better. So that was, we were glad we did that. Sure. Um, sure. But I can't help but feel a little bit like I feel it. It seems to me like the problems that keep coming up are because of things that happen with his body because of Parkinson's. So right. I kind of feel like, well, are we just going to do this every nine months? Right. Nope. Uh, and then know. he recovers for three or four months and then he starts getting worse again. Like yeah. and, as and soon as he recovers and feels better, he immediately starts feeling worse. And there are certain things actually have gotten worse, you know? So it's like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, Jane. I know. It's a lot. And it's also just a lot right now. And then they're going to quarantine you. Mm -hmm. So we're not doing the surgery for now. I mean, sort of, they said, well, actually what they said is in June, they'll start making appointments. But that means that means they're rescheduling all the things that they're canceling now starting in June. So it could be a really long time before you could get that surgery. Right. Even uh, if they are able to start rescheduling in June. Right. right. So he's definitely um, struggling more. And I would say I'm struggling as much as I have been with all of it. Right. I think I just have that. Oh, it's just overwhelming. Mm. And sad. And I feel um, I'm definitely like I logically understand that he's not leaving me. But right. I feel really resentful like he's leaving me. Like I feel mm-hmm. deserted kind of. Right. I know. And I feel angry mm-hmm. about that. I think that's it may not feel like a, the, the right feeling, but I don't think it's abnormal to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As the caretaker. Yeah. I think that's totally normal. Yeah. It helps having Skylar home, but I'm worried about Skylar. So I'm I know. I'm tired. I know. <laughs> I'm tired, Jane. Um, I feel I mean I just feel I don't know whatever's like past barred time. I feel like I've been on barred time and so I don't know what's past that. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, so since since I started that list, which probably hasn't even been a week, I have no idea. I was doing well at least to try mm-hmm. things. Um, and then a few days ago, I had like a day where I don't, I just, we did, I didn't do any of it. I can't remember why. It was just like, I just never got my head in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next day I woke up feeling kind of crappy and didn't really do the list. And that night I said to Skylar, I am not in a good place. Like 
I got to get back to doing that list. And it was Mm -hmm. a huge reminder to me that um, like mental health and emotional health and recovery stuff, Mm -hmm. those are huge, huge life issues. Mm -hmm. And they all sort of teeter on these tiny, small, daily things Mm -hmm. that don't seem like a big deal, but they're a really big deal. Right. And I even said to Scott, I was like, you know, it's just a reminder to me that like my whole recovery really can be like the strength of my recovery has a lot to do with whether or not I go exercise and take a shower. Right. And write down my three gratitude things and drink enough water. Like it's funny how the little things are a big deal. Some Mm -hmm. of the most basic, it's that whole like keeping it simple, like really if all you can do is those most basic things, you're doing yourself a huge favor on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, I mean, I don't think that's just for people in recovery. I think especially right now with people um, just lacking in structure mm-hmm. and sort of not knowing what day it is. And, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just amazing how it's like the only set thing that I have in my life right now is Skylar's counseling appointment on Tuesdays that he's doing on the computer mm-hmm. on Tuesday till as 11. That is literally, I mean, we don't even have church on Sundays anymore. I mean, you yeah. can live, but you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I, like it's funny. Cause I'll say every day to Skylar, wait, what day is it? And then I'm like, why do I ask what day it is? Like it doesn't, what am I going to do differently today? Right. Than tomorrow? Like it, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, feeling. And it's that same feeling that I talk about every year between Christmas and and New Year's. Yeah. Where you literally are kind of like, what are we doing? Like, it's like we, you're trapped in a black doing? hole. It is. It's yeah. like a black hole, a vortex of like, what, what am I even supposed to be doing every day? Right. Um, so it does feel weird. And so I have, um, I'm trying to kind of get up at the same time each morning keep the list by my bed. So I at least am trying to do those things. And I, and I've, I've now, you know, I, how I can be over achiever perfectionist mm-hmm. hard on myself. Yep. Like when I first started doing the list, I was kind of hard on myself about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, you did everything. We didn't even read for 15 minutes. And I had a couple of days of that. I never actually read the 15 minutes yet. Um, <laughs> but after not doing the list and then trying to get back to do the list. Like if I can do 75% of the list, if all I do is exercise, shower and put on clothes, mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but that's like no small thing. Right. And so I'm just trying to give myself some grace. You have to. And giving I- the people around us grace. Cause like when they ask, like when they ask for appetizers, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I felt not bad for him because I know my face. He was like, sorry. I'm like, I got to be out beside myself. I'm like, I just cannot. No, it's a good reminder to give ourselves grace and also give the people around us grace. Because a lot of times the reason we have a hard time giving the people around us grace is because we're being so hard on ourselves. True. And we're frustrated and irritated and stressed out about what we're not doing or accomplishing. Right. I I know it's like right now, I mean, my poor kids, I, <laughs> we have been doing homeschool for about 20 minutes when I had let all of my children know how selfish and lazy they were. <laughs> 
20 minutes in. 20 minutes. Good kids. <laughs> no, it's awful. And and then um, I, I've gotten so frustrated because all they ask me all day long is, can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Is it okay if I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? I'm like, we just ate lunch 10 minutes ago. Why do you need a snack? I don't understand. And so then one of my teacher friends was like, you know what? You should say, hey, listen, y'all can have what, you know, whatever number of snacks, two or three number of snacks a day. It goes in their pile. Once they eat them, they're gone. So then they don't have to ask you. They can, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So we did that for the first time today. Sam, as soon as he sat down (laughs) to do his work, he started eating cheese and crackers. And I like, I was like, okay, I said he could do it, but it took him forever to eat them. But I was like, done. You're done with snacks for the day. You can't eat more snacks. He didn't even get through his first snack. I'm the worst. Wait, why did you cut him off? Because he was taking too long to eat them. (laughs) Wait, why does that matter? Because I wanted to hurry and get the work done. (laughs) Oh, well, but he's, he, you know, he's not going to be fast. He's not going to be fast because he like gets the cracker and then cuts the little piece of cheese and then gets the little piece of cheese, puts it on the cracker and then licks his fingers and then picks up the cracker and he takes a bite and then puts the cracker back down and then licks his little fingers again and then chews, chews and then kind of wipes his mouth and then licks his finger and then picks the cracker back up, eats the rest of it. I'm like, are you kidding me? How many crackers do you have to eat? (laughs) I'm going to tell you what, you know, um, not that I'm doing it now, but doing the fasting, I feel like that might really be a global solution for all of us because most of the women with whom I have spoken all want to murder all the people in their family because of the food. Yes. I think, and also most of the women with whom I have spoken have gained 10 pounds and are upset about it. So if we all start fasting, it solves everything. Um, gross. I saw somebody, I'm sure they're a lovely person. They commented on one of your posts. I've actually lost 10 pounds. I was like, do not say that. Cannot (laughs) even. Like, that is gross. (sighs) You would even say that. You better lie to me and tell me you gained five. Rude. Hashtag rude. (laughs) I can tell you I've gained 10 pounds. It's hard not to. I know. It's, it's. It's not even like just stress eating, but it's like, you're just, what else do you do? I know you're home and feeding other people. Like it's exactly why I had a great figure in college is because Jenny and I had nothing in the refrigerator except for what we ate, which was like healthy food. We didn't cook tater tots for our kids and our husbands didn't want effing appetizers. And four course meals of Pearl. And so like I wasn't in that. We never were in the kitchen. Like we we fixed coffee in the morning and then like you just grab what you want for lunch. But it wasn't like a thing. Now it's like it's hard. It's really is harder. I know. You know, when everybody's home, somebody's always eating something. Just asking something. I'm like, listen, if (sighs) one of y'all asks me, and then I told my kids, I was like, you get your water bottles just like you do in school and you can drink water. Don't ask me if you can have juice. Don't ask me if you can have a glass of milk. We might not be able to find milk next week. So be thankful we've got it in the refrigerator for cereal in the morning and for me to cook with. So no, you may have water. So don't even ask me. 
<laughs> are are you finding um things missing in the grocery store? Like have you had stress there about toilet <gasps> yes. paper and groceries and things like that yet? Oh yeah, you can't find anything. Yeah. No, there's no toilet paper to be had at all. Right. Natalie, li- literally <laughs> we have toilet paper in our house. Like mm-hmm. if I was going to the grocery store right now, toilet paper is not one of the things I would be stocking up on because I buy it in bulk anyways. Right. And then it lasts us probably for a good month. You know what I mean? It's right. Not- so we have a lot of toilet paper in the house. So I-, I haven't stressed about it, but Travis was like, listen, we'll probably be able to find it, but we may not. So this was his idea. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond. Did I tell you this already? Uh-huh. Say it. <laughs> I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and bought <laughs> cheap little eight packs of washcloths, one for each of us. So I have an eight pack, Travis has an eight pack, and each of the kids has an eight pack. And if we run out of toilet paper, we've got reusable toilet paper, which is <laughs> probably I mean, better it, for the environment. It is. It's basically like um, d- diapers, you know, yep. wearable diapers. And I'll just bleach in and hot, hot water. Hot water. Yep. Well, um, I've got plenty of paper goods, I think. Yeah, who knows? You just don't really know. No. Um, yeah. But like you said, I've got enough right now that it's not like I would go to the grocery store to buy some. Um but it is the, the, when I have been to the grocery store, it's definitely limited, you know, like they yes. won't have any eggs or bread. The other day I couldn't bread. have any bread. Right. Or they'll have like one kind of milk, you know, they only have fat free mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Like it's definitely, sure. and I do think it kind of depends on the time you go to the store and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I think earlier in the morning, they're more likely to have more stopped. things than that. Okay. So. Let's talk about, you know, as far as being in recovery, Mm -hmm. um, one of the more dangerous things you can do is isolate yourself. I know because I like to do it and I'm very good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in a way, this whole social distancing thing is like the perfect storm for people in recovery, for people with mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Like you're cut off from everybody. You can't go to AA meetings or NA meetings. You can't connect with people in your neighborhood, in your church, in your friendships, like whatever. Um, It's easy. I like the way I cope with things. I mean, you know, I have a hard time answering the phone, period. Right. Yes. Um, So and that's on a good day. Mm -hmm. So when I get down in the dumps, like I will really isolate myself mm-hmm. and it's like and, and even if people call me I'm hard pressed to answer the phone mm-hmm. um but if, if people aren't calling you I can guarantee I'm not going to call somebody right and that is a really dangerous place for people in recovery mm-hmm. and you add to the added just the stress I mean today I wasn't like I, I didn't really actively do it partly I was trying to get ready for the live and and stuff but um like the last couple of days we've kind of had the news on and stuff or like I've checked yeah. CNN you know like I'll look on my phone mm-hmm. and kind of be more in tune with like the updates about stuff and I just it's stressful it and is. I'm even kind of saying to myself like why are you doing this to yourself like right. it, it it nothing's gonna change today that's gonna right. be that significant of a thing like don't you know check in on the news every 30 minutes because it's really kind of stressful and discouraging. 
and overwhelming and then it'll change, you know? So I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I didn't even actively make the decision, but I was just kind of like, I'm going to disengage from that today. I just kind of definitely have. And, and I always, I am very guarded. Like, like John likes to like turn the TV on and leave it on, you know, for me mm-hmm. with my ADD, that's like the worst, my worst nightmare. Cause I already right. have four TVs on in my head right on a good day. I mean, you know, I do. It's like, yeah. So then to have real TV on, it's like, I can't. Um, but also I have a hard time filtering out. Like sometimes it feels almost like poison, you right. know, I'm just like, God, even if you don't process that you're processing it, you pick up mm-hmm. on it and mm-hmm. it's just hard not to be brought down by it. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, or overwhelmed by it. And right now, it's hard to find news that's uplifting at all, you know, and we yes. don't feel overwhelmed by it. Um, but I, so I would say like in the last 24 hours, I sort of disengaged from it. And I do think that helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do, I would say for people that are struggling, like turn the news off. Yeah. You know, turn, turn the notifications off of your phone from whatever, you know, New York times, CNN. Yeah all the coronavirus crap like you can sign up for all that stuff turn your notifications off you know don't yes like you don't need to be alerted like i, I agree I, maybe decide there's a time like first thing that's in the morning, what i do every day check mm-hmm. like i always scroll that thing to the you know, that's exactly what i do, do. Yes. and i hit the top headlines yes. that's fine give yourself five minutes with a cup of coffee and then let it go because mm-hmm. it's just easy to get I mean, I'm saying about it being like something you can do for yourself, for your mental health and your recovery is to not get caught up in that because it's a slippery slope. Yep. And there's not much we can do right now. And I'm not saying to be disengaged in a way that you like don't know what's going on around you, but I think it is okay in a protective way when it becomes a real serious point of stress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I will even say one thing that's helped me is... I, I don't ever like to feel like, I don't like to feel like, and, and people will just for me, particularly since the accident and stuff, I don't like to feel responsive, responsive, responsible for trying to filter the news and what they're saying and what's true and what, you know, da, 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 all this kind of stuff. I don't like feeling responsible for that. So I would always say, to Travis at the end of the day, we would get in bed and I would say, okay, so what big things went on today? And he would kind of tell me about stuff that went on at the work, at the work, at the hospital. And then I would say, well, what's going Like, is there, and, and he kind of knows now that that's his job. Like fill me in on what I need to know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know all the little, you know, murder headlines and all this. Just what do I need to know? What's going on with the election? What's just feed me the information that I need to know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he will, if I have questions and I'll be like, well, why, you know, I've heard some people saying this, or when I checked the news this morning, it said it more like this. And he'll kind of explain stuff to me. I I, I like that. And I think he's in a place where that's not stressful for him to, you know, take in all the knowledge. And then he can kind of filter that for me dealing, still dealing with mental health. So if you have somebody who can do that for you, I think Mm -hmm. that would be a good, but I do the same thing. I literally check my news top stories every morning and then that's it. I can't handle anymore. Well, um, for Skylar, I mean, the, the doctor even said when we first went to him, 
you shouldn't watch stressful things on TV. Like if you play video games that are stressful, you really need to not, it triggers his anxiety stuff. So I think that some of my kind of being guarded about it because when you, even when he first got home, like the news would be on and I would be like, are you okay? Cause it, I, I, you know, I don't like it on and I could just tell, like, he just gets quiet, you know? And I'm like, are you okay? He's like, it's kind of stressful. So I'm, so I would say that's heightened my sensitivity to it. Sure. But that's not a bad thing because it affects me too, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's not a bad thing for any of us to take heart. Um, the right. other, the other thing um, you can, if you're in recovery, you can Google. I have in my stories been trying to post online meetings and things. Yes. You can just Google online AA meetings, online recovery. There are so many out there right now. I mean, mm-hmm. there are live ones every day. There are um, ones that I think you can even watch on YouTube that they've recorded and things like that. So there is a, there are a ton of resources. I know it's not the same as going to a meeting in person. It's not right. But it's what we have. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's more of a sense of community than being isolated than, than not, you know? Well, and, and I feel like you and I talk on the phone probably more. I I, I may not say that. I, I may not be saying that correctly, but it, you're not a big phone talker, but you do <laughs> seem very receptive to talking to me on the phone. I do. I do. But we still probably on a normal basis talk maybe twice a week on the mm-hmm. phone. Maybe more, just like I'm going to call her on the phone, not not counting podcasting and stuff. Right. But since the quarantine, we've talked on the phone every single day. Yeah, we have. And, and, and I, I think that's a good way to just talk reach out. to Sarah or mom every yeah. day or every other day. Yeah. Um, which I don't usually do that. Yeah. They both know that and thankfully love me anyway, but <laughs> I've been trying to be more conscious of that also for their sakes, because, um, I mean, they are more social. They are more social, especially your mama. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, she's, um, she's on so many committees. She's had like the last yesterday, she had two zoom meetings the day before she had three zoom meetings. (laughs) And she said to me this weekend, she was like four days ago. I I mean, no, four days ago, she texted me and said, do you know how to zoom? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, because Jane and Rebecca and I, that's how we have literally every meeting we've ever had. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we have our board meetings. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, girl, we Zoom all the time. I'm like, mom, you'll be so good. It's so easy. You just, you know, once you do it one time, it's meant to be easy. So she's like, okay, four days ago, I didn't know what Zoom is. I've had five Zoom meetings. She's like the Zoom queen. But the thing I was just, I've said to you, like, as an introvert, you've seen this. You've seen this more than probably anybody. What happens to me when I can't retreat? Oh, yeah. Where I mean, I'm literally in a bathroom stall crying at High Point mm-hmm. Market because I can't get away from people and I cannot regroup. Mm-hmm. And it is it is a bad place for me mm-hmm. not being able to get away. Um, well, that's my big thing. Like when we would go to High Point, and especially when you were having to do, you know, these talks, talks and, and, tours and tours and all that kind of stuff, I, I felt so um, adamant about you having, you know, a good 
30 to 40 minutes before any of that went on just to sit in a quiet place by yourself. And so I like somebody would, you know, pull you aside and talk to you and I'd be like, so no. I'm so sorry. She, has to go. Like, she going. looks like she's sitting there <laughs> quietly, but like she is going to implode if you talk to her anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I mean, because it, it actually is bad for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get really in a bad place. And mm-hmm. the reason I'm saying that is because like I've said already a couple of times with this whole thing, every email I get that something is canceled, I am elated. <laughs> I know. You know I'm not lying. Except for solid core mm-hmm. and bar two, but solid core, like if I had to just pick one, it would be solid core. Except for solid core and like us going to Dollywood, which I, I don't want to talk. We're not even talked about because okay, I don't want to talk about it and let's not. That's how I feel. Okay, we won't. But those are like the only and not being able to come see you, you know, mm-hmm. but which I mean, I've told you several times. They said quarantine. They they, they did not mean us. Yeah, they clearly duh. They meant general quarantine with the exception of us. Yeah, duh. Um, everybody, everybody else. <laughs> Listen, if you watched Ethel and Lucy, they were not quarantined apart. They were quarantined Ever. together. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I wish I I. There are so many things that I'm like, oh, why is it she here? This would be so funny. I know, um, but. What I was going to say is when I think about basically the opposite of what's happening, mm-hmm. be everybody's stuck like somewhere together where extroverts would be happy. I would, I would have to get help after. I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, it would really, well, I'd have to figure out, I'd have to figure out ways to get away from that. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me then feel like my friends that are extroverts have been like, I am dying. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, I mean, I want to go to solid core, but otherwise I'm kind of happy at home. I mean, it's an inconvenience, but I'm, you have some trigger words like I, what's for dinner, appetizers, Oak Island, stuff like that. Um, don't get me started. Um, but truthfully, I mean, it's, I mean, I, it's kind of like what I am happy doing. Yeah. But I feel really bad. For people that would feel like I would, if I were trapped at a party indefinitely, I would lose my mind. And so I really do feel when I started thinking of it that way, I really started feeling for my friends that are extroverts, like mm-hmm. they are really going to be in a hard spot. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine even what that feels like, because it's like the opposite of what I want. But when I think about being stuck at a party indefinitely, I would lose my mind. Well, and I think like, like you're still having to do that. The one thing I would tell them to do is find those coping mechanisms, FaceTime, try and FaceTime with somebody every day. Right. One thing I was thinking about doing because it, it is driving me crazy, not being able to know, like normally during our week, I mean, Monday, you know, Sunday's church, Monday's the start of our week, Tuesday's trail life, Wednesday's Wednesday night church. Like we have something Thursday's sure. piano. Like we, you know what day it is. Hey, Friday's horseback. Da, da, da. We don't have any of that. All of that's gone. And we're literally like zombies in the house trying to continue to live a life that's kind of a shadow of the former lives we've lived. But I did try and think I, I, I was talking to my teacher friend who I love and she was saying, Oh, well it's takeout Wednesday or 
support local, local business company. or something. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, on Wednesdays, we've decided that's kind of the little thing that we do on Wednesdays. And, and her saying that made me think I should make up something that we do every day. All right. Well, let's do and that. Then, yeah. Like on Mondays, I don't know what it is yet, but it's something. It's something that at like everybody in the house knows. Like, the, because last week Sam was like, Oh, are you going to make such and such for dinner? And he goes, Oh, I forgot it's Wednesday night church. And I was like, No, baby, it's not Wednesday night church. What if we did um, almost like countries, like Mon- Mexico Monday? Yeah. And we could wear red, white, and green. Yeah. Learn a couple of Mexican words, fix Mexican. Or what if we did like Jazzercise Friday? Friday's the day we do jazzercise. Oh, that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, let's work I, could even, I could even make my kids like it's jazzercise. Like remember mouser size? I could find, oh, remember mouser size yeah. when we were little? Yeah. So let's think about, let's think about that. I just think it's going to help every, everybody across the board, no matter what you're struggling with, struggling being an introvert when you're an extrovert, struggling because you know, if you're in recovery or if you're dealing with mental health or, I mean, just everybody's in a hard spot. I will say getting back, um, giving yourself a lot of grace, Mm -hmm. but also getting back to the basics, Mm -hmm. which really is like drink enough water. Don't totally eat crap. Mm -hmm. Try to get outside, Mm -hmm. move your body a little bit and try and shower and get dressed. I mean, again, that's basic, but it's like a big list. And it's hard when you're not, I mean, you and I both know from battling depression stuff, just there are days if you're really up against it, where I do well to take my medicine that keeps me alive, that is on my nightstand. If I can, that's even hard. I mean, when you're in a bad place, everything is hard. So then to say, oh, and I have to go for a walk and I have to take a shower, but usually the less you want to do those things, the more important it is. And one thing that I have found in my life is you can, if you can just be brave for one freaking second, it's just that one second of like, you know what? Don't watch another thing on Netflix, put on your effing tennis shoes and walk around the cul-de-sac. If that's all you do, just that one second of like being brave and kind of Pushing yourself. Pushing yourself. And then it's amazing how much better you feel. Now, this is the same person who just ate Captain Crunch and didn't exercise today and watched two hours of exercise videos on YouTube and then didn't do anything. Um, Meaning we're talking to ourselves. (laughs) I'm not preaching at people. I am preaching to myself. I'm trying to pep talk myself. But it's true. Even just if you can just get yourself in the shower. If that is literally all you do one day is get yourself in the shower. It's amazing how like, okay, you start to just feel like back to the land of the living a little bit. Yes. Just a little bit. And I do what I have found for me is if you can take like that one step Mm -hmm. that it's sort of like this self perpetuating thing where then you're like, oh my God, I took a shower. I really feel so much freaking better. Yeah. You know, or I did go outside and there's something here's, here's what I tend to have happen which is why I love going to the mountains, going to the beach. I mean, who doesn't love those things? But part of the reason I love the mountains and the beach is when you're in the mountains and like you look out over that vast sort of scape 
mm-hmm. mountainscape. It just makes it like what I tend to do, and especially all of us do now, we're all micro, it's this microcosm of holding your phone in your hand to mm-hmm. your face or your laptop. And you're in this small, it's like, I don't know, some days I just feel so, things feel really big in this small little microcosm. Mm-hmm. And then I go outside and I'm like, oh my God, here I am, this tiny little speck mm-hmm. among all this whole world, you know, and it, there's something about it that gives this like expansive thing and it kind of scales your problems as weird as that sounds. Like when I see a body of water and there's like a horizon line and I'm like, here I am all tangled up and all this little crap mm-hmm. up right close to me that feels so big, mm-hmm. but really this is a big, vast world and God has got his eyes on us. And, you know, where it's not this microcosm, you know, it's, it just helps me scale things and kind of get out of my head. And I have that same thing happen when I go outside where I'm like, look at the big sky, look at the big trees, you know, like look at all these houses of people who all have their own stuff too. Like, it just helps you kind of get out of your head a little yes. bit and just the yeah. getting in the sun and the vitamin D yes. moving your body, getting some fresh air. Like that's, that to me is one of the things you can do that is like, whenever I have felt like I can't do this anymore, I want a shot of tequila. Or I don't care. I will go to a gas station, get a bottle of wine. I will drink NyQuil because I'm in pain or stress or heartache or whatever. And I need something to numb me now. I need something now. Like I don't want long-term crap. I don't want to go to counseling for long-term. I don't want to work on getting better. I don't want to wait for antidepressants to work. I'm in pain now. Mm-hmm. So there aren't that many things that are that quick of a fix <laughs> that aren't vodka in my life. But one of the few things is get take it outside. Catch mm-hmm. me outside. Catch me outside. <laughs> is get outside is like I exercising, going outside. It's like the closest thing I've been able to find to like, okay, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like I can catch my breath. I'm going to make it through this. It's still hard, but like we can do this. And it really, really, that is, I'm, I'm saying that to people who are feeling that feeling of like, I need help right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that is one of the few things you can do. The other thing, and I know I've said it before, and it's so annoying because y'all aren't going to hear it because I didn't want to hear it. And my mom, I remember my mom telling me, and it made me grumpy as heck. But the first time I really struggled with depression was when I was in high school mm-hmm. and I was, it was dark. And mm-hmm. I look back now and um, breaks my heart that I didn't know that's what it was. But I remember my mom saying, when all else feels, do something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I remember just being like, God, that's such an annoying solution. <laughs> like, right. how Pollyanna can you get? Like, really? Mom, I mean, I love my mom. And I mean, I'm like, of course, my mom would say that because she's like, you know, Mother Teresa. But I'm like, ew. But also, I was so desperate to get better. I mean, I was really in that bad of a place that I was kind of like, I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. And if that's what it takes. And I started doing like some things like Habitat for Humanity, picking up trash and stuff on the weekends, doing like just the littlest, th- that was bigger things, but even just small things like, you know, making my roommate's bed or, you know, whatever, like right. something little or helping somebody extra with homework or whatever. It is amazing how, again, it gets you out of your head. You feel 
it's so hard when you're in that dark place and it mm-hmm. feels, you feel like it's this hole in you and nothing, that's it, the worst place in the world is you, but it right. gets you out of you and you feel better because you make somebody feel better. Right. I was and then, say, then it's just like all that powerful positive, you know, and it feeds itself. And so even, I remember even thinking, I feel bad because I'm being nice mostly because I'm being selfish because I feel like my heart is breaking and I'm going to die. And I'm doing this only because I need to feel better. But the reality is you do help somebody else. You have done something else for somebody else and you do feel better. It's amazing yeah. how that in turn. I always say that whenever like a friend of mine's like going through something, I'm like, can I please make you a meal? And they're like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm like, listen, that's really selfish of you not to let me help you because selfishly I want it. Like you would actually be doing me a favor if you would do this for you. Like it's, it, it would be doing me a favor. Right. You would let me feel like I could help you. Um, now when I'm the person who needs help, I definitely don't feel that way. Girl, I've heard you say no over and over to people, (laughs) over and over to people. But but also you have to watch friends because there's an episode where, um, what is it? There's an episode where I can't remember now, but it's Joey and Phoebe are talking about doing, oh, I know what it is. Joey tells Phoebe there are no selfless like nice things you can do. Everything you do really is just to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. And so Phoebe's trying to prove him wrong. And it's really funny. <laughs> it's a really funny episode. Like there's one part where she's like, I let a bee sting me and he feels tough in front of his bee friends. And I definitely don't feel good because my arm's blown up. And he's like, well, you know, the bee probably died after it stung you. She's oh, bless. Like, Mother. <laughs> Whatever she like, That's so cute. Um, That's so cute. But I mean, I do feel like that's something mm-hmm. that helps. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this sounds basic as heck too, but seriously, I mean, a couple people recommend like writing down 10 things for which you're thankful. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a grateful person, but I've had every morning I've been trying to think of the three things and write them down mm-hmm. and three, like some mornings I'm like, you know what? Does it have to be different than the day before? Uh, exactly. I'm like, can I do Scarlet every day? <laughs> I mean, so mainly what I was going to say is, but I have in the morning, I'll, before I get out of bed, because that's the easiest thing to do on the list, because it means I can stay in bed longer, right? Think of the three things for which I'm thankful. And what it forces me to do is like, like this morning, I did Koi and Scarlet, yeah. and then um, thankful that we're doing the book club. Yeah. But I had to kind of lie there and think of why I was thankful for Koi Beth. Why am I mm-hmm. thankful for Scarlet? And then other things for which I'm thankful. And then it, all three of those things are real joys in my life. So it really was like, oh, I, I'm so blessed. I mean, you know how I feel about Koi. I mean, Koi is, keeps me alive some days. I know. I and know. She's I'm telling you, encourager. she is such an encourager. And I swear to you, she is somehow, we are like hardwired because I'm telling you, there's something about her timing on there are days when I'm just like, I can't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. I can't keep, this can't be what this is supposed to be. I just can't keep doing this. Or why is this so hard? My girl will just out of nowhere be like, here's a song that I feel like you needed today. And I'm like, are you serious? Or here's a scripture. Or I just want you to know how much you mean to me and blah, blah, blah. Like 
I will never be able to give back to her what she mm-hmm. has given to me. I'm telling you that. But then I like all day, it just like, I'm so grateful for her. And then I think about the joy Scarlet's brought. And then I thought I've been, then I think that's the whole day, like how much I'm thrilled we're doing this darn book club. Well, and the problem with this is because <laughs> I've already thought of my first thankful thing and it's negative. <laughs> Go. I'm thankful that Dr. G is having to work so much. So he's not trying to micromanage me while I'm doing all the homeschool and all the things. But that's such a negative thing to be thankful for. No, it's not. I don't think so. I should be thankful that. It's okay to be thankful for that. But like what I should be thankful for is when he comes home, he is not bringing work home. Like I know he's stressed. But he is not acting stressed. He is happy to see the kids. He's always like that. He's always like that. that. But he has not, He, I'm telling you, he has not complained. I mean, except when I'm like at the very end of the day when we get in bed and I'm like, babe, how'd your day really go? Like, was it frustrating? How many cases did y'all have today? Blah, blah, blah. You know, how how are things going? And he will unload to me a little bit then. But then he's just happy all the time. He's the best. And that I, that's what I should be thankful for. Not oh, trying to of a and negative okay. that he could be giving to adding to my life and being thankful that's that he's not. Okay. You you kind of you know better and you kind of got there from here. Yeah. <laughs> it took a long way. I mean, my entire day of Instagram stories was hating on my husband. <laughs> okay. So and your child too. You threw your child under the bus. Too. What did I throw him under? Food, mean food. Mean food. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get you my unicorn sweatshirt that Travis got me that's got this cute little unicorn jumping over a rainbow and underneath it says, I will cut you. <laughs> I mean, I've almost, I've said it out loud to everyone. <laughs> it's just a lot. Yep. It um, is. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Wait, did I send you? There's a really funny, I don't ever know what to call these things, but it's like a short little video. I've got to send it to you. I didn't send it to you. I need to send it to you because it's a very much like I will cut you moment. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I think, but I will say, yes, I think everybody's having those. Oh, duh. It's just stressful right now. Yes. And it's like being in a pressure cooker. And I mean, people, people are losing jobs. I know. People are like, I'm talking about like 30 days out of work, single moms with three kids. Right. I don't know what I would have done. I know. It's devastating. So it's, it's beyond devastating. I mean, people's business, I have friends whose businesses will not come back. Yeah. Who's are the main income people. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. So one thing Travis and I have decided to do, and we're very thankful that we're blessed to do this and that, you know, he, he's, he is one of those people that is going in, you know, he's kind of like, you know, even on his days off, he's having to go into work, but at least he's got work to go into. Right. Um, but also like our cleaning people, Travis said, you know, they're, they're not going to be able to keep coming, but we will keep sending them a check. And yeah. my hair person, he was like, <laughs> maybe not send them a check for the extensions. Wait a second. And like my nail salon closed and he was like, keep sending them a chat. That's so sweet. 
I, if I think that's that's a good way to feel good about yourself, even if you can't keep sending them a check every month or however often you feed them, feed them, f- feed them, pay them. <laughs> I still couldn't get there from here. <laughs> um, if you can do that, to do that, right? You know, boy, it's a lot. It is a lot. Pandemics are hard. Pandemics are really hard. But let's also everybody remember to um to read the book. Yes. Um, this month and and I we need to pick maybe tomorrow we could um pick and announce April's book club book. Yes. Um, yes. we've still everybody's still got time to read this book or listen to this book because I think we still have like a week until the end of the month. Yeah. Um, and so next month's. Mm-hmm. Have you got some in mind? No. Well, we could do a scary one because this one wasn't. We'll just take. How about we take turns picking? Okay, I may not pick a scary one. I might pick okay. something. Well, it's your turn to pick, and go go ahead and pick it so we can talk because people are asking. I'm here, he's home, so I think people are like, "What's our next month? <laughs> what are we gonna read?" Yeah. So let's figure out. Maybe tomorrow we can decide. Okay. <laughs> also, also, just for people that are home, and if you are having a moment where you just need a little Netflix. Per your request, I watched the Harlan Coben um, Netflix series. So I watched Safe. And the, first I watched The Stranger, and then I watched Safe. I just finished Safe. Did you so like I'm Safe? Start. I liked The Stranger better than Safe. I did like Safe. I liked I liked the characters on The Stranger better. Okay. I thought there was more of a twist in Safe. Okay. I, They're both good. They're both really good. I really enjoyed both of them. Me too. So Have I haven't you watched seen the five. No, that's the one that I'm going to start. Okay, I want you to watch that too. Oh, good. Those are all good. Everybody, those are all good. And some yeah. of those people have recommended, but I enjoy The Stranger, Safe, and The Five are all really good on Netflix. Well, and I had like, oh gosh, I haven't even told you this because Travis is the only person I told this to. But you know, I'm a big podcast person. Right. I, mean, I love to listen to podcasts particularly if they're like true crime. There are a few that I've started listening to that are almost like a radio show. It's like a dramatic, sh- it's it's not real. It's almost like wa- listening to a TV show kind of thing. Okay, sure. um, I don't like those at much, as much, but some of them actually are pretty good. And I just started listening to one called The Left Right Game. And left had Right Game? The, the Left Right Game. Okay. Is the name of it. Okay. And I started listening to it and I was in my car by myself going to pick up a prescription. Um, Sam's seizure medication, actually. And I was stopped at a red light and bent over and I had the, um, it was raining outside. So I had the podcast turned up really loud. The kids were at home. So it was just me in the car and I had the podcast turned up a little louder just so I could hear the dialogue. And I was leaned over like reaching for my plug to plug my phone in. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, and it was meant to be this way. It was meant to be jarring. But the sound of a car accident oh, happened. Jane. And it wasn't just, it was so realistic. It wasn't just the sound of it, but I felt it. Like I oh. felt it in my body and could not breathe. Like I had to pull over oh. and I still couldn't get myself together. By the time I got to the um, pharmacy window, she was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. I promise you. She was like, but are you really okay? I was like, I was just listening to something and it was sad and that's all it was. But I had a full on panic attack 
and haven't I haven't had one for almost oh, for about a year. I haven't had one um, since the accident, and so but it was good because you and I have been talking about it so much. I was like, I'm just trying to have a panic attack, and I just need to take a deep breath, <laughs> take a deep breath, and pull out of it. But it has still left me rattled, like just thinking about it that I haven't been able to go back and listen to any of the podcasts. <laughs> I understand that. And um, I'm glad you said that about um, kind of talking yourself down mm-hmm. from it, because that's something we've talked about, even like with Scholar's thing where he starts to have one coming on and now he can kind of recognize it. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing to remember for all of us that are struggling at all, that mm-hmm if you just hang on and that you can kind of like be familiar with what's happening and sort of bring yourself back. Um, Cause I think that's a, a helpful, that's an important thing to know. If it is mm-hmm. a huge thing to know with anxiety, panic attacks, depression, things, if that's what you have to be able to recognize it so mm-hmm. that that's half, that's more than half the battle It's right. like, okay, at least I know what this is, <laughs> you know, and right. that, that this will pass, you know? And so I think it's a good reminder to all of us that we're in a hard place, but this will pass and we will get on the other side of this. Yes, we will. Um, we will. I will survive. First <laughs> I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. By my side. <laughs> oh, that's such a good song. That needs to go on the playlist. All right. I'll put it on right now. Quarantunes. Quarantines. Let's all hang in there this week. Yes. Oh, one other just quick reminder because a couple people have asked me. I need to do this in a story. Um, and we've mentioned this before, but I have had a couple questions lately. Once you, if you decide to subscribe to Patreon, yes, you start immediately with all future episodes, but you also have access to all the back episodes. Yes. Which I think at this point we've recorded like twenty eight, maybe. I yeah, counted today. Close to 30. Close to 30, which is kind of a lot. A lot. That's a lot. That will so, give you a lot, a lot of content. I was going to say, and a couple people have asked me, I think, just because they're like, okay, I'm going to break down and get it because <laughs> we, we bored at home. But just to answer that question, you get all, of course, all future things, but you have access to all the back episodes from and also, the first day we started. And also on that vein, if you find yourself needing a little something to do, five star reviews help lift our spirits. <laughs> right. Like you would not. We, I literally. Need to look back at our review. I haven't looked at the reviews in a couple of days. So we need to I look. know I have. I, 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 that there is nothing that makes me happier. And even now that you're doing lives again, when people reference the podcast and the lives, that makes me so happy. Makes I, me so happy. I love it so much. But I the love five, I know. Seriously, the community that we have is pretty epic. It is. It really is. It's amazing. It's a it's a true gift. Oh, my sister cousins. Oh, my sister cousins. sister cousins. Oh, my sister cousins. Oh, my sister cousins. Oh, my sister cousins. I love us. I know. Okay. Y'all hang in there. Please We're, do. We got this. We have so got this. And let's all remember this week. When she happens, we got this. 